0: Yeah, I can't believe like when I first started editing, editing the episodes like now, I think I've said before, like I'll just skim through those chunks and like look for the spikes in audio like, right. oh, there we must have laughed there or just been getting more animated there, you know? Right. Yeah, it's been so much easier to just I, I used to actually just listen to all the cutting room stuff Oof. until I found two clips. I
1: thought that's what you were still doing. That is that's a lot of work, man.
0: Yeah, no, I just kind of skim through. Yeah that makes yeah, sense there'd be there'd be no way we no. record way too much bullshit yes <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number 46 and my name's Kevin Portelli and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolery. Hey everybody dj mandolini yo and john hines hello and we're back again for some more video games believe it or not we love video games, and uh i guess we can just jump right into it we never do any kind of intro or anything so <laughs> dj and i've been playing a little mark of the ninja remastered, uh, remastered <laughs> lately on our uh, nintendo switches and I, w- I will say i played a little bit of this i had it on my xbox 360 i never really used that system all that much for whatever reason i, I, I bought it at some point i guess but um yeah i just i'd never played very far but i remember having a pretty good time with the game no, i thought you beat it and uh no no i didn't okay. get very far i'm probably okay. further now than i was I, maybe not quite but I've, I've played through about three or four levels i think dj's played through the whole game yes sir. or at least the vast majority of it i think there is like a new game plus and stuff like that that's um, the same thing <laughs> but uh i don't know about you dj but man like i'm almost feeling like my memories are are not even as strong as they should have been because i i just love this game i have a few gripes with like some of the button layouts where like you know when you're going into a vent and sneaking around i guess just to kind of set the stage it's just like a stealth side scrolling action platformer game um with a heavy emphasis on the stealth i would say um like you're not doing a ton of like the platforming is kind of slow like it almost plays even a little bit like not quite as deliberate, but, like, those older, like, Prince of Persia games or that those really heavily animated oh, okay. uh, platformers, you know, yeah. like, especially when you're not running, you know, you kind of do this, like, really deliberate walk that's, like, feels like it, – it's really – the the animations, I think, are really fluid. great. Like, it's yeah. really fluid and, and smooth. Um, you know, you, Clay definitely – it's developed by Clay, and it definitely has a little bit of that art style, like, that Shank had or that some of their earlier oh, games had. Oh, they made that? So, like
1: okay.
2: –
0: yeah, that was their, I think their first game was Yeah, that sounds right. Um, but Mark of the Ninja has, like, kind of a similar art style, but totally different gameplay. Like, it is just s- stealth, and, and again, there, I have some gripes, like, the B button, for example, is, like, to jump, and to uh, mount the wall, and to uh, climb through vents, and, like, I, I just feel like they could have the vents laid, the vent different... it should have been A or something, because yeah, mm-hmm. you're never really interacting with an object when you're near a vent, so, like, that, right. that would have been more beneficial i think but that, that's a pretty small gripe it, it wasn't anything that caused me any huge problems and the game does allow you to kind of almost like save scum in the sense of like you know you're, you're it, like what you have you like mean? well yeah you can like not save scum per se but like you have like checkpoints and like okay i, I triggered the guards i can basically just restart the checkpoint to before i trigger the guards and just re- keep redoing that yeah, to okay. try to perfect yeah. the level yeah. Yeah. Um, which i appreciate even though you could probably make this game or not probably you could make this game way more difficult by just being like, okay, I'm going to get through the level by trying to complete all these challenges without, you know, setting off any alarms or without killing any guards or without, you know, doing whatever. Cause I don't know. I, I just, but I find the game just insanely compelling. Like every time I've, I've, I've only played through three levels, three or four levels, but I've replayed them all like two or three times. Oh, like wow. every, really? almost every room has like, you have a different path to take like every okay there's an enemy here it's like you have usually at least two different routes that you could kind of either climb through the vents or go through go up a staircase or go around a back way or okay. whatever but there's sometimes even three like there's there's just many branching paths the levels are pretty sprawling um there's are those like pathways obvious each to you
1: because i know you, this is like a 2d scroller type of they're, they're obvious look, right? ish you know like the the vents
0: will kind of like flash like a little like kind of white highlight okay. every once in a while every few seconds well, you, so you can, can kind of see them the too yeah and like. you can look at the map which is okay sem- it's not super detailed the map but it, it gives you like enough of it like it
2: shows you how you can get from a room to room at yeah least, and yeah. it shows
0: you where all your objectives are yeah, there's like a big gotcha. red x on the map so you can at least like not get lost but again, you can kind of like make your own challenge. Like, hey, I want to go without killing anybody, or which right. I have not done. Uh, I've mostly tried to actually just kill every guard. You don't, that's a small <laughs> gripe too. Like, you don't, you don't really have a way to like knock people out. You're always, yeah. you just have to kind of dispose of them. Huh. But it's, it's just more fun to like, okay, can I clear this whole area and like dump these bodies and hide them and, and whatnot in these dumpsters? But, but I do think. I'm having so much fun with this game that I I truly anticipate going back and like, OK, now I'm going to try a no kill run, huh. like don't kill any guards and try not to trigger any bosses. And like,
2: I I just yeah. I'm in love with it, this game. It, it's a shame that like I felt punished in a way by like doing the killing when I to me, I thought the killing part was like the most engaging part. It of seemed the game. out of
0: place. Like it yeah. seemed like it seemed like you should be able to like tie them up or I don't know. It just right. seemed like you're sneaking up on these guys and they're. I, I don't know. It just feels like you should be able to subdue them as opposed to dispose of them. Yeah. Cause you're, I mean, you're like just brutally stabbing them in the back, like through the heart, yeah. <laughs> you know? All right. Like? <laughs> But it's it, it's a satisfying animation you know it's it's kind of cool like you when you sneak up behind an enemy like they'll kind of highlight and this game the way it portrays visual information I think is amazing like I if agree. you're able to attack an enemy like if you're in range they will immediately be highlighted in red so then like you know okay I can hit the attack button and then once you hit that it kind of goes into slow-mo and then you have to like hit the attack button again and like kind of do like a quick time event it's usually just okay. like hit the attack button with a certain direction on the joystick to like execute the attack. And if you don't do it correctly or in a proper amount of time, you'll do like a sloppy kill, which if you're you don't get as many points for it. it's like kind of arcadey you get a bunch of points and like for being undetected and slipping past guards yeah. like you get high scores and stuff so it's yeah. kind of cool for replayability in that regard that is cool but then yeah if you have like the sloppy kill when there's an enemy around you not only do you get fewer points you also you'll make a little bit of noise oh. otherwise the kills are totally silent and then again Makes sense. back to the visual language like if you're running. Uh, When you're walking, you make pretty much no sound. And if you're in the shadows, like your character is totally like black and kind of like outlined in white. And then when you're in the light, like you're clearly like you look totally different. So, you know, and if you're in the shadows, it's just like it's just cut and dry in this game. It's not like, oh, maybe they can see me. It's like if you're in the shadow. They can't see you if you're in in unless they like have their flashlights out or something like triggered an alarm or something. One
2: thing that I couldn't nail down is like, you know, it does show like the kind of their are the scope of vision,
0: but like they have like a, the guards will have like a flashlight cone in front of them, basically. Yeah, but like,
2: let's say you're beyond that cone, but you're in the light. They're, they don't have a, a yeah. visual way of letting you know that you will be in their line of sight. Yeah, mm. that's a good that's a
0: good point. Yeah. Um, but for the most part that i would say that's like For a the few most and part, far between it, like it is
2: very clear with what you're able to do
0: because even when you're you know you're able to you have an ability where you can essentially like go into ninja time and like stop time 100 it's not even just slow mo it's like it stops and then you can select multiple targets if you have like throwing darts and like knock out the lights and like if you aim and target a light it'll show like a blue circle radius that's like this is the sound it's going to make if there's an Uh. enemy within that radius or within that circle they will hear that sound If that's a really cool idea And everything is like that when you grapple, when you run, you know, when you run, there's like these huge circles because you're running through the vents, you know, you're making kind of a bunch of noise. But when you're just tiptoeing, you're not making any noise. And like, again, you can get up right behind enemies as long as you're in the shadows and I I don't know I I just find the game so satisfying I feel like I've I've definitely been carrying this conversation a little though DJ and you seem like you're maybe oh, a man. slightly <laughs> slightly softer on this game than I am I, it, it seems like we both enjoyed it but yeah
2: I just I don't think that it necessarily carries that enjoyment throughout the end I I, I feel like it kind of plateaus a bit okay um because like by the end like I did intend to like you said, like go back and you know do previous levels um with without killing so I can get like that bonus or whatever. Um but after I beat the game I like did that for like one level and then I was just like, ah, I'm good. Like I, I don't know. It it felt like there wasn't enough there's something with the pacing i felt that was kind of off i guess like i feel like it maybe should have gotten like specifically with the no kills or like just in general just in general that design. yeah i guess
0: i sort of know what you mean like you'd, you'd come across areas where you're like should i i feel like i should maybe explore here because there would be like occasionally a hidden artifact or a hidden like puzzle room which is i guess those are kind of a little bit of a gripe for me too those puzzle rooms were some of them were kind of that I've come across have been a little bit annoying, or like Uncle the
2: thing that teleports yeah, you. Yeah, you
0: go into like kind of like. I think that's the best part. Really? <laughs> I okay, because like I, I, I hit a couple. Are... Like there was one, in exa- for example, that uh, there were like three doors I had to open, but for whatever reason, like the way they designed this level, it looked like there were four doors like the then the one like just wouldn't open but it was just some like weird beam in the foreground that was oh. not a door and mm. i was like sitting here trying to do this puzzle. i was like what else can i do in this room <laughs> you and you can't through. you can't get out i don't think i don't think there's a way to like leave those rooms you until can. you solve the puzzle okay i didn't realize that yeah. i guess just because i'm usually fixated on it, i gotta figure this out that's but. Fair. Um, I'm here to fact check, but here. that <laughs> but that uh, that kind of frustrated me a little bit when I was like, oh, that's not a door. Like, why would they make that look so similar? But right. Either way, they I, I just found them either way. I, I'd back to the explore exploration or the pacing. You know, I just felt like I don't know when I should be scouring these levels or when it's just like, Hey, this is just one of the branching paths that leads yeah. me to the next room. That's and I don't really need to explore it. But again, that kind of every time I've replayed each level, it's not felt the same to me in any capacity. And I'm not, and I'm not playing them differently. Like I'm not going for a no kill. I'm just more trying to get like the different challenges. Each level kind of gives you, you know, I think three, sometimes even yeah. four different challenges that are like, you know, break 20 lights in a level or, You know, kill five guards and hide their bodies or frighten them by, you know, startling them by killing another enemy with a chandelier or something kind of like specific challenges. So like it has that arcadey feel to it that that I really like. And it also just checks off that OCD list of like, again, if I'm going for like, I don't want to trigger a single alarm. I just want to perfect this level. Right. I don't know. It's getting getting those juices flowing for me.
2: Yeah, I. I, Hmm. It, It. I didn't feel like the difficulty ratcheted up in a way that I wanted. Like, it felt like in later levels, they just had, like, more traps thrown around. But I I don't know. For some reason, like, I felt those puzzle rooms to be satisfying. Okay. um, Because I felt like those were maybe a cut above what was in the rest of the level. I don't know. Like... They're a pretty big shift, I would say, in, like, the type of gameplay.
0: You know, just, like, you're not... You're, like, pulling a bunch of switches and trying to like divert laser beams and stuff like that to like where you're not doing so much of that in the main game like you're i mean you're shutting down security systems but it's more in like a finesse kind of way as opposed to brain teasers i yeah.
2: guess yeah i guess i just uh
0: i don't know Ugh, I, I mean i'm f- glad you liked those that. parts of the games because like that that or that that part of the game because i i definitely was like oh this kind of sucks me out of it and like it feels out of place a little but Obviously, it didn't for you, so. No,
2: I mean, I I guess the fact that, like, it is so easy to just, like, you know, go back just a little bit if you, you know, die or, like, you just you got seen and you just want to, like, you know, undo that. It's it it made things seem very inconsequential i guess that's 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 fair but at the same time i would have been really ticked if i'd been trying to go for this one objective and if i didn't make it i'd have to go so far back like yeah i don't know where the balance is yeah it's
0: it's i know what you mean it's like maybe a little too forgiving in some regards like you would have to kind of enforce like restrictions upon yourself like I said, like I'm going to try to get through this level without restarting any checkpoints or without right. triggering any alarms or without killing any guards. However you want to restrict yourself, which very, I think is
2: cool yeah. that you
0: have those options, right. but they're you have to be the type of person. Yeah, very generous. Yeah. Like Almost every time you clear an area where there would be a guard or do anything almost, I mean, they're, it's yeah. auto-saving. That's kind of nice. Yeah. It, it is I'll nice. I mean, I, I, I use that. like As soon as a guard spots me, I'm basically like... Pause, restart, checkpoint. Right. I just want to get back to like the 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 I don't know the basic state, like the normal right. state where nothing's triggered. Yep. and like get through the level as if I never, you know, nobody saw me. I was <laughs> to ask, scenario.
3: Like, DJ, did you like take advantage of that? Like, if
2: you ever oh, got yeah. spotted, okay. So. If I ever got spotted, I I just like stood still and let them kill me. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is what that's what I would do in Metal Gear Solid. So like, I appreciate that this lets me just skip that process and although it's very quick you get killed pretty quick you don't have much health it's all about like you know sneaking around you don't you're not typically meant to take much damage but you can like uh, you can knock a guard around throw a few punches and like maybe sneak into a vent and sneak away but it just doesn't feel satisfying to me it's like I want to slip by undetected and I, I do think I would get a lot of satisfaction out of like playing through a whole level undetected, not saving it and just like, OK, I fucked up. I'm going to start the whole level over. Oh, oh God. God, I, don't I, think, that, I, I don't think, think you
2: have that discipline. Kevin. I think for <laughs> this game,
0: I could. I, I mean, I I truly think this game is I, I I'm not going to use this word lightly. I don't think I've ever said this word on the podcast, <laughs> but go. I think this game is a masterpiece. I oh, think it's, oh, I think wow, it's one like, of the best video God. games I've played in a really long time. The, the design is just. Okay. it's just damn near perfect i i've i think it's amazing i'd, make me I'd buy say it. it's
2: solid but i i don't know i I don't i don't feel the amount of highs i'd like to feel for for me to consider something a masterpiece like the stuff
0: know. some of the, a lot of the stuff you're saying is like i'm i'm hearing you because like I, I agree that like the difficulty ramp up is like it, it could be more significant i guess or like yeah. they could they could throw more at you and i'm only a handful of levels in and i'm You know, maybe I haven't seen the kills
2: are really cool. Like it's I get a similar feeling, I guess, to when it's kind of a similar feeling to like stealth kills in Assassin's Creed, honestly. Okay, I haven't really played many of those games. It's it's just mm, there's something like. I want them to be like a little more satisfying, I I, guess, in some regard. I can't explain. I, I just feel like the the balance between like
0: action and stealth and puzzle solving and and strategizing and and reacting to what's happening because it is like very systems based as well. right. Um, I just think all of that that combination for me just comes together. To just it just gets my senses going I, I i really love this game it's a game for kevin yeah it's a game for kevin game for me they remastered like it, it just, just for me there you okay. go <laughs> so
2: <laughs> yeah let's speaking talk. of that okay so i hadn't played the original yeah. actually so you know before we recorded i was looking up a youtube video of like what it looked like you know back then it looks the same to me. I don't know. I don't I, see. I any sort difference. of agree with that, but do you think it doesn't look good? No, okay, I, 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 I do think, think it looks, looks good. It just doesn't look like a remaster to me. It.
0: I think it. I think the problem is that it just already looked pretty good to begin with for an Xbox 360 era. Right arcade game. They probably developed that, it
1: for 720p or something back in that point and now mm-hmm, it's 1080p yeah. plus, yeah. It's it's definitely
0: not some huge step up, but I think they maybe have added in like I don't I know there was like a secondary st- like character that has like an extra mission. Yeah. Um it seemed like it was going to be a whole second campaign, but it, it looked like, like it was just, just like one on. long longish mission or yeah. longer mission. Um but still cool that that's in there and again there yeah. is some kind of new game plus that we haven't quite figured out. There are a bunch of different like Items and costumes that you can unlock and like. Actually, I haven't unlocked any of the costumes or anything, but I think really? they give you different perks and stuff okay. and whatnot. So I'm I'm hey, gonna keep playing this game and probably end up talking about it more eventually in the on the podcast because I'm I'm hooked. I'm obsessed. That's awesome. Even. fair enough. Yeah, yeah, but little little disappointed. You didn't love it as much I'm as me, DJ. But... We haven't beaten it.
1: It's <laughs>
0: <such a> <laughs> That's fair. I just gotta savor it. Savor every bite um but uh randall it's been a little while since we've talked a little uh jrpg action yeah. with you and i know you've it's been time for uh, you to
3: disappoint me speaking <laughs>
0: of a game
1: that i haven't beaten yeah um so yeah. yeah i've I've sad news to report more in regards to xenoblade chronicles 2 um i i've pulled it out of my switch i had the cartridge physically and i popped it out of that little switch slot, unfortunately, and put it back. That's the death. That's a kiss of death. Yep, back in the case, <laughs> back up on the the shelf, unfortunately, yeah. so that I could put uh, the old standby Dragon Quest XI S echoes of a <laughs> An age. Age. definitive edition system, definitive mastered. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's just Xenoblade. I there's a lot I like about Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but man, like. The cutscenes they wear me down, man. How, like, how much more have you played since we talked about it last oh, a on the lot. podcast? Because like, I, I haven't played since, and I, I got nowhere near as far as you had. So before, I was probably like 15, 20 hours in. I made it to, I think, about 35 hours in. Okay. Um, I played a lot what? of this game, and, and I'm... I, this could also be a me thing because I'm also, and I've talked about this before with like Breath of the Wild and other kind of open worldish games. I'm somebody that goes after those side quests like crazy. I have to, and that's that can throw off the pacing a little bit if you're not careful. And I think that might also yep. be a problem there for me. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So,
3: but <sighs> I, I don't deny that there is a, a glut of content in the Xenoblade series. Yes. That, you have will never have a shortage of things to do and like it never really like places any like degree of importance on it right where you're like okay should i be spending time on side quests or should i just be plowing through like there's never really any like stakes established that you need to be particularly like investing your time in anything which is cool i don't mind that (laughs) but yeah like uh so what uh if you don't mind me asking yeah. what was like the last area you got to oh god you're gonna say what was the last cutscene you saw yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, because like I, I think i mentioned this on like the last podcast that we discussed the xenoblade chronicles like games on that i've gotten to the point where i've just skip every cutscene. i like, probably it, should have and i i think that that has significantly
0: improved my
3: but this is a jrpg
1: it's supposed to be a story based story i liked
0: the cutscenes again i i have not put nowhere near as much that's because you so haven't can, had yeah. four in
3: a row yeah like, i could see it, i could see it
0: wearing thin for sure Crumps, like,
1: it's, it's grumps, grumps.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah where, where, where did you leave off oh uh, what's what's the the bigger area is it like is it like it starts with a g it's like Goragoa. it's like some sort of gourmet province I think so. It's it's so I was fast traveling a lot between like Mm -hmm. that area and then um, kind of another bigger area just based on like side quests and then also trying to do some of the main quest stuff along the way. And and part of the problem I ran into, too, is um, the next thing it wanted me to do for a main quest, I like couldn't figure out how to get my character's there like and i kept like fast traveling to different parts looking for mm-hmm. like okay if i go to this little sub area of gormot like is that how i kind of follow this path and go over there and it's just it's kind of hard to tell cuz it's not just follow this direction it's an elevation thing right like yeah it is a, a like the uh like it gives you a little distance marker where yeah. on,
3: so like the it's a two dimensional uh what calls it,
0: like like the distance is just like a straight line, essentially. Yeah, you can kind of tell. Right. Okay, I'm but
3: the like it is a sphere. Like it right. is based on like so you could be literally like above the place, but it could say that you are like fifty meters away. Right, right. and okay. it's because it's directly beneath oh, you. And that happens right. all and the time. Nice. It's very frustrating in oh. that respect.
0: That's a bummer because like the the little bit of uh, the intro or like that. I played about five hours of Xenoblade and like, I loved that compass feature. Like, oh man, this is like, and like being able to just it's hit like Z It's very useful when you ZL. have one plane. Yeah. I was huh? like, man, this is awesome. Like I always know where to go. I can pull up my objective at the click of a button to see like at least what the main objective is or mm-hmm. at least what my set objective is. So that's a little bit of a bummer that that gets convoluted later on in the game.
3: Yeah. Right. No, I, I actually encountered that exact same problem in a much later area in the game, and I l- literally could not figure out where I was supposed to go until I realized that it was directly above me.
1: Oh, no. I was like,
3: oh, I'm not on this correct track because I need to be going on a separate path right. to get to the upper level, Right. even though I'm like... That like i move one step forward and then suddenly the icon appears behind me
0: yeah yeah okay
1: So there's a lot of that that like that just slowed my momentum down and i was still like enjoying it i'm still you know finding new blades and talking to new characters and like when a big event would happen a lot of times it was satisfying and it would keep me propelled like to move forward but man like I, I did. I watched the cutscenes, and man, you'd think, like, okay, they're making their point, and now they're reiterating that point, and now they're reiterating on a different point. And now yep. we're like Grandpa Simpson off in like some other direction about something else <laughs> that someone mentioned. And then maybe we'll get back to the point, or maybe we won't. And it's like five to seven minutes of this chitter chat, and all the while, like, there's background music that doesn't seem like it's like synced up at all with the cutscene that's happening. <laughs> and it's yep. just, it's really strange. Strange, right like and this was the xenoblade that they're like nope this is the story focused one so i'm like all right i'm gonna <laughs> watch this story and it just yeah wasn't happening for me it's they are it is a really weird series for it to be
3: like between like the original x and two i don't see any connective tissue between them yeah like i think they're all so
1: different games like not yeah. even
0: gameplay wise
3: or the combat I, Barely I would say it's similar
1: between ooh, xenoblade yeah. the original and into in my experience some of it i would say that like
3: one is closest to x oh really and that like two is kind of the outlier and that okay like, they're still like it, they're so different in terms of like tone of the story in terms of like like I, this one is is way more fantasy driven than like one which was way more sci-fi driven and then like sure two was just sci-fi but like in a completely different direction like yeah it it covers a lot of ground and like i don't i don't know if it's just because they're like made by completely different teams or they just wanted to go in completely different directions but yeah like it i i wouldn't necessarily recommend one if you liked the like well that's another. the thing
1: like i i played through a lot of the original xenoblade chronicles on wii and i had a great time like i stopped yeah. that for no good reason and i'm gonna buy the definitive edition i have it pre-ordered like i have yeah. really is that coming out that. they announced that yeah yeah i didn't see that on i didn't Switch. see that yeah mm-hmm. nice is it like a full remaster too or is it like a just a port i know i think they are planning to remaster it that was my impression
3: yeah Cause I, I know that they were like, they kind of did it along with like a smash reveal because right. it's like, Oh, you've played as Shulk and yeah. Yeah. Now, remember now that you guy? can finally play the game that he's
1: from. Yeah. Yeah. right <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I had great, great experiences with that and I'm looking forward to it, but yeah, I had to, I had to tap out on Xenoblade and put that, dragon quest 11 s cart back in so i could kind of keep pushing through there and maybe i just like the traditional rpg elements and the safe coziness of dragon quest a little bit better too i don't know I can't. I can't blame you. Yeah, how far are you
0: long in uh, Dragon Quest? Like, how much more time have you put into that since? So it's been a while since we've talked about that on the podcast. Probably even longer than Zeno.
1: Yeah, it has been. Um, only I probably only put like a few more hours into that. I think it might be somewhere around like the forty-ish hour mark on on Dragon Quest. So like not even halfway through. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, but I uh, I, but- I really <laughs> like that game, and and the cutscenes are very effective in that game. T- yes as far as i'm concerned no I, I
3: i i definitely agree that i think that uh dragon quest like has a
1: a much better story than yes uh <laughs> xenoblade does yes yes definitely so i will continue on with that that'll be my jrpg of choice for now
0: nice so it is so it is scratching that itch that unfortunately xenoblade 2 was not <laughs>
1: yes unfortunately and i'm i'm super bummed too because i bought that like uh that torna um cartridge oh yeah
3: the like dlc
1: which is basically an entire full game i think it's like a 40 dollar game yeah yeah Yeah. it looks pretty cool out anyway i don't know yeah skip skip i I already have it it, so yeah it's probably not related to any of the (laughs) other stuff so why not give it a try there you
0: go um but yeah i think we can uh move on to there and john's been uh doing a little throwback action lately what have you been uh playing or speedrunning? i should say or at least exploiting
3: i've been revisiting an old friend uh which uh a game that i have replayed more times than i can count honestly like since like all the way through yeah pretty much like uh, uh what i will i used to basically play it like either every year or every other year dang like just through it was uh metroid prime the metroid prime specifically one and two are like they constantly compete for my
1: favorite game of all time and that's kind of controversial because a lot of other people don't like two that much
0: yeah i God, thought I, I i thought i recall that as well that yeah. two was not i just remember it had a really cool shiny cover oh yeah i think oh yeah it does, <laughs> it does have that hologram <laughs> that's Sweet. foil Mm-hmm. yeah
3: but uh, each of them have, like, different things that I like. Like, as I'm playing one, all I can think about are all the things that I love about in two. And as I'm <laughs> playing
0: two, all I can think about are things I love in one. Yeah. But, like... What about three? Where What are your thoughts on three? Just not three quite up is, to that standard? Three or? is good. It's a good game. But,
3: like, I, I honestly think that, you know, being on the Wii and having those controls, like took a lot away from what i really liked about the game and mm. i i still like it i think it's a good game but like it also just is a little bit clunkier and that's like kind of an issue that metroid has had with like each new game like i am not a fan of other m at all
0: yeah I most think it's people a very- aren't Well, and even, (laughs) and even you mentioned, uh, going back to prime is like Metroid prime is like a, uh, first person shooter that you do not use the right joystick joystick. to aim. Like you just have to reposition yourself all the time. So like. But how was that going back to that? I mean, obviously, yeah. a little adjustment, but. Because, like, for the longest time, Metroid Prime was the only first person shooter I
3: had ever played, basically. Oh, wow. Other than, like, GoldenEye, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like, which was also prior to Twin Stick right shooting. So, like, <laughs> I was very used to kind of like that strafing right. way, but, like. Almost tank controls in a way. Yeah. yeah. yeah not really, but. But the way that I, I, the reason why I loved Metroid Prime as a series and still do is that, like, it's a very mobile game. Like, you're constantly like the way that you move around in a 3d space is you're typically locking onto an enemy and jumping a lot yeah so like when i made the like transition over to like doom 2016 like that was uh, also a very mobile game but it was a twin stick shooter like i was still really into that type of like first person shooter because it was you know highly mobile you're jumping around a lot and you're dodging attacks just by like nature of like your mobility or just moving out of the way of attacks right and like that's a thing that's very core to metroid prime and it did honestly take a couple minutes but like it's a game that i've replayed so many times that it was basically just going through the first area before i was locked in again and i was like yep this
0: is my favorite thing to do (laughs) (laughs) and you were trying to do like some of the like speed running exploits and stuff or some of the the sequence breaking and stuff.
3: Yeah. In the past, I've been able to do the, like, uh, like there's a way that you can get double jump as the first power up in the game, which like opens up the game, like completely like, cause it's like meant to be like basically the halfway point in prime is you get double jump. So like if you get it first, like, and I've, I've done this exactly once because I, I have the player's choice version, which is the harder version to execute it
0: because they changed a couple things in how it controls. Is it because of having seen <laughs> no. s- some of the breaking? Because I know they've done that in the past, not Nintendo per se, but like, oh, we found out there's this exploit and we remade the game. And Patched some people it, will yeah. embrace that and make it even more exploitable or something. And some people have been like, OK, no, that no, was supposed to be there.
3: I, I think it's just an arbitrary change that they made because it's also I think like the the PAL version like has okay same thing but like it it there's it wasn't in response to anything but um i tried to do that this time and after i wasn't able to get that muscle memory down after a couple years i was like all right let's move forward and i'll do the magmore cavern skip instead where you can just instead of like waiting to get the varia suit which like allows you to go through like extreme temperature zones like you can if you just power through one area like and like go super quick ignoring the constant damage that you're getting like they don't act typically in most games like you can't enter either like extremely hot or extremely cold areas but if you just pass through the extremely hot area like they didn't program it into the extremely cold area so like you could just you're just fine if you manage to make your way through <laughs> that's but, funny yeah it's it's such a oh god i i, I love the game so much like so have you never played the the trilogy version of one and two then that have the motion controls i have not wow and i'm very int- I, i'm not interested because i've played them so many times in the original way like i feel like it would i don't know i I'm, I'm i would be interested to see if they do like you know port the trilogy over to like the switch yes, to please. see like how they would do that because like the way that the reason why you can't do twin stick controls is because the c stick on the gamecube uh, which is what like the second analog stick would be right is what you use to choose your uh, beams in the game uh, whereas like the d-pad is what you use to choose your visors so like you're constantly switching uses the d-pad <laughs> yeah it does use the d-pad <laughs>
0: as like and it's
3: the same way that like
0: you use it in what breath
3: in, of the wild in most where, games these yeah. days
0: where it's like you switch your weapons just hit like left to equip or even in mark of the ninja you hit like up to equip your darts and left to equip your smoke bombs or whatever i'm yeah. assuming it works more like that yeah
3: yeah and the d-pad like is just like you're selecting visors and then like uh metroid prime one it's your You have the regular visor. You have the scan visor, which I know like people hated, but I
0: (laughs) love scanning. See, here's the thing: I I need to go back to this game because I played probably I don't know four or five hours way back when, not when it came out. I got it way later on, Um, but. I enjoyed it to some degree. I kind of got stuck, but this was this was an era where I was definitely in the mode of like, hundred percent. If I'm playing a game, yep. I'm trying hundred percent it. I'm trying to scan. And like if for a game like this, if you have that kind of mentality, yep. like, oh, I'm gonna scan everything in this yep. game. Like you can scan everything, every enemy, <laughs> every ob- object, every this. And like for me, like especially for a game that in metroid which
3: has like such mystery baked into it like going through and getting the chozo lore and like the pirate like logs where like it is just like such like completely different world building where like you're crash landing on this like uh planet that has like you have the ancient lore of the like indigenous people and like that has a completely different tone in like the like passages that you're reading that then like the space pirates who are there that are just trying to mine it for resources and like yeah the like difference in tone between those two like paints such a good picture and then that carries forward into the uh uh in metroid prime 2 where you have like kind of it's the like same old thing that uh nintendo does with every series where there's a light in the dark world yep yeah (laughs) and like but you like you get to like choose the different or you get to scan the different passages from like the ing and the luminoth and like you see like the different histories that they have and like their different perspectives and i think It's such an effective way, and it's completely optional. You
0: don't need to do it, and that's the thing. That then that's the thing. Like I could avoid that because, like, you're talking. Everything you just said is totally uninteresting to me. I I, I, I like the. (laughs) I just I don't I don't get sucked. Very rarely I, I do I get sucked into lore and stuff. You know, like I like when I was playing Super Metroid and having not been a huge fan of that in the past when I've played it, but like playing it now on the Switch, like the mood and the tone, like. I love how there's just no dialogue really other than like the start of the game and like it's just like music and isolation and and vibe and like because I was just so much like I have to scan everything it it wasn't even because it wasn't even I was like I'm scanning because I want to learn I was just like. I'm me and I need to scan. I know yeah. you can scan in this game and I have to scan. I everything. did the same like, thing. I just like, I think that broke it for me because, like, yeah. I wasn't, it slowed my progress yep. to almost a halt where, like, I think if I was just kind of, oh, that looks intriguing, like, let me scan that and not be so much like, I have to scan. I, I mean, did you get, did you go that route? Like, did you, did you scan everything in the game oh, or yeah, is that? No, he did. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah of course it's me. <laughs> but like, I, I, it really, So, uh, another thing that I did was I, like, I've just been listening to the soundtrack as well, and, like, I, I sincerely think that, like, the Metroid Prime, like, especially 1 and 2, those soundtracks are, like, perfect at, like, capturing the mood of Metroid. Yeah. Like, I think that, like, the original soundtrack, like hip Tanaka was like absolutely incredible at like creating a very specific eerie uncomfortable mood oh yeah and then like Kenji Yamamoto like worked on Super Nintendo and uh like the Prime series and like listening to that like I can pick out the exact moments of every single game like and they are such like Uh, Like the the like sequence of each song is so good at creating a mood and like creating like a very like specific atmosphere and like like it's. uh, Yeah, you're right. Like one of the
1: first things I think of when I think moody soundtrack is Metroid, like those Metroid games for real. They just nail it. Yeah. Yeah. They have a very like
0: foreboding, ominous vibe without being too. I, I don't know, they're just really cool, yeah, Very, there's maybe. a lot of, so catchy,
3: you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, specifically because uh Yamamoto worked on both like Super Metroid and the prime series is that like there are a lot of callbacks, like Magmore Caverns has the exact same theme as I forget what the like fire area is it might be Norfair in super Metroid, like so right. hearing those about right. like like. And like, but it doesn't come out immediately. Like the first time that you enter the area, it's playing in like halftime. Okay. So like you can't like it sounds familiar, yeah. but it's not there. And then the second that you get to the main area, it picks up in double time and you hear the melody. And That's it's awesome. Uh, like uh, it's I there's a reason why it's my favorite game. And I. Just,
0: yeah, you uh, got me thinking about it. I've got that trilogy on my Wii, which I still have a Wii U hooked up i think so i could play it theoretically same so, because that's funny too because i like when i when first i'm not a big first person shooter guy again i've mentioned that on the podcast a handful of times um but like when the Wii started like releasing games as shooters i was like hey this is actually kind of compelling to me like i've, I've always been kind of shitty at just even controlling you know when i play halo with my brother or whatever right. i just always sucked more than anyone else i played with so i was like hey if i can just have a one-to-one like i'm just pointing a, a, digital pointer at the screen like maybe that'll be better for me so i was like super pumped to play these metroid games i, I never really actually played much other than a little bit of three but i'm curious to check them out again
3: yeah and I, I the thing that like with the lock-on system in prime was that like you know if you wanted to like freely aim at something you kind of had to lock yourself in place and be stationary and right then look yeah it. so like there was like kind of a like it wasn't as fluid as like first person shooters, but I kind of like that. Deli- like, and yeah. that may just be because like, this is one of my favorite games and I'm used to it, but you know, it did have a different it pace. A it had yeah. a different
0: pace than like, if you're playing call of duty or oh, halo yeah. or whatever, it's like, it doesn't feel like those games. You no, know? it, it does more, a lot put the deliberate. emphasis on, yeah. And on explore exploration and stuff. Oh know? yeah. There's a little more emphasis on that. So, um, I think we can move on from there, though. Yeah, if you're uh, I mean, good I'm, to wrap up the Metroid I'm talk, good there, to John. Talk anytime about Metroid. <laughs> well, I think that'll. That, without uh, whether we like it or not, I think Metroid will probably just be an <laughs> ongoing thing on our.
1: I, I could. Hey. I actually just couldn't find the words. I didn't mean that in a bad way. Because it's a series that that's I need happen. to happen so what's that prime four well, is a thing that's gonna happen so there yeah really God, more and it's on. a it's a series that i need to to dive a little deeper into because i
0: like i said a b- booting back up super metroid i was pretty into it i didn't oh, play yeah. all the way through it or anything yeah. but i was like man i i kind of get it where before when i've played it in the past I, I felt like i was missing something
3: this was the main reason why i joined this podcast was to talk about metroid <laughs> prime so <laughs> oh, God.
0: yeah there you go mission accomplished yeah, I can leave. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but other than that, uh, Randall and I have been, uh, bouncing around on a few of the, uh, online stuff that's available, the retro online stuff that's available on, uh, the Nintendo switch as always. Randall's been leaning into the NES stuff, uh, yeah what have you been uh, and sticking with the sports for that matter? What have you been uh, playing
1: lately? Randall? I have been on a sports kick and I guess it's just cause I've been on a like pick up and play. I don't have like life's been very busy and a bit stressful lately. So it's like definitely been leaning into the pick up and play. Don't have to invest a lot. Kind of already have the muscle memory down type of games that I don't have to commit a lot of myself to. Um, so tech mobile, uh, on the NES online through switch definitely fits that bill. Um, it's it's definitely a very simple game. I'll say right at the start, if you actually have an NES or an access to those games, Tecmo Super Bowl, the sequel is a much better game in in every regard. <laughs> uh, the The best comparison I can make is Tecmo Bowl is Super Mario Brothers, and Tecmo Super Bowl is Super Mario Brothers three. Like that's kind okay. of okay. You know, like, okay, I mean
0: that's night yeah. and day. That's yeah. like you're talking a good game and a you know and a better
1: game <laughs> <laughs>
0: essentially just to be like, clear the good the good game is mario
1: 3 just to be clear <laughs> from where i'm yes, coming from of course mario 3 is a classic <laughs> and well whereas you know in super mario brothers a la tech mobile they've kind of those first systems like the game is there right you know they 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 crafted what they wanted to craft for this experience but it's still rough around the edges in a lot of ways and i guess that's what i would say about tecmo bowl and but the reason that tecmo bowl is there and not tecmo super bowl is because in tecmo super bowl you had access to full like nfl rights and the NFL PA. so you'd have to go out and do new licensing deals in order to get that re-released and nintendo's not going to spend that extra dough and neither is tecmo so yeah. you get tech yeah. on these platforms instead. <laughs> so what that's, are the teams? Like do you
3: have access to like NFL teams or are they like just random? Is it
0: more like Madden sixty four? Because I remember the first Madden game on Nintendo sixty four was uh? They also did not. They had the NFL or they they had the NFL PA rights, so they yeah. had all the players, but they did not have the teams. So oh, it would be like funny, like the Patriots were the Foxborough something. Funny. Like it, they they were actually all like in the city that the stadiums were in, okay. and they had the colors of the teams right and everything. But then Madden ninety nine the next year, like okay, Madden sixty four still did pretty well, and they were like okay, okay, we'll take some of that mad money. Yeah, I and think then I later had... they sold their soul to the devil. <laughs> named john madden and just like hey which uh the, now they're i think nfl 2k is coming back but Hell madden yeah. i think has had oh for over a decade they yeah. have been the only ea has been the only company allowed to make an nfl license game so yeah. rest in peace nfl
1: 2k5 yeah and it all started with tecmo super bowl yes <laughs> so like tecmo so with tecmo bowl you don't have you kind of have real teams. They did like a college thing, right? Where if you've ever played any college, like football or basketball game, they kind of sort of graphed on the likeness of major college players onto this, but they're kind of, you know, it's not quite the same, but they you can kind of tell like in this game, say like in tech mobile, the San Francisco team is very good because in 1989, <laughs> the 49ers were killing it. Right. So yeah, Joe Montana, right. Jerry Rice, oh, yeah. it's like
0: they're not in the game but right. they might
1: as well be yeah and, and on top of that they didn't have the nfl license so you know it's just san francisco you don't they're not the san francisco 49ers um gotcha. so you don't get any of that like real team name stuff and there's only 12 teams instead of the hmm. many many more teams that are actually in the nfl um, but one of those teams is Seattle, so I played as Seattle. The colors are all wrong and everything else, and they're not that good. <laughs> but that's kind of okay too because Tech Mobile is kind of a easy game. If I'm being honest, like once you get it's a little once broken. you get the game language down, you, you yeah. can win. Like, once you get that zigzag rundown, yeah. I, I remember I, I
0: played this game probably more Super Tech Mobile because I, I remember for sure that my cousin had uh, like real. There were real players in the game, yeah. And it was it Bo Jackson, oh, yeah. Bo Thomas, yeah, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Like, yep, you get the zigzag rundown, oh, almost, and it, you can't okay. get tackled. You done. he would just run up and down the field, yes. back and forth, and like just to rub it in on me. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was painful. I was never good at that game, but probably only because I was playing with. Uh, a wizard
1: yes so i am also a wizard and i will beat you at any time yeah regular i Tech think bowl we super we may play. have even played some Tecmo a little bowl bit in, in yeah. the
0: past and i'm pretty sure you handed it to me
1: the other problem with this game compared to tecmo super bowl is you only have four plays to pick from and if you mm. kind of like in it's almost like a battleship kind of thing going on where like if the offense picks a play and i pick the corresponding defensive play kind of knowing what you're going to pick like the play's over Like you're like complete sack, like all of my players are going to run through the line and just like decimate your team, like kind of peer based on chance. Yeah. So you have effectively 25% chance. And if you know who you're playing against, probably more than a 25% chance of knowing what that person's going to pick Right. So versus Tecmo Super Bowl. There's eight plays to choose from. So that kind of reduces that factor quite a bit. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking up a game that unfortunately you can't play unless you have an NES. Or an emulator. <laughs> well, is lot, that it, So Tecmo Super Bowl is also on the original Nintendo because yes. it's just confusing.
0: I'm thinking Super Tecmo su- or Super Tecmo Bowl. Is it Tecmo Super Bowl or Super Tecmo Bowl? Tecmo Super Bowl. OK, because yep. with the Super in front, it sounds like a Super Nintendo
1: game. Right, but yeah. yeah, Tecmo Super Bowl makes a little more sense. There were Tecmo Super Bowl games on the Super Nintendo as well, though. So, okay, uh, even more confusing. Yes, <laughs> Super Tecmo um, Super Bowl,
0: <laughs> <laughs> two
1: turbo. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> but, but, anyways, it's, uh, I, it's, it's available on there, it's a fun little distraction, and that's what it is to me. And it's fine for that. And it has a regular season mode where you play through against all the teams, and occasionally you'll play against the San Francisco team, and it will be harder than most others, even though you kind of know what's yeah. going on. So, it's kind of worth it for that as a little distraction.
0: Yeah, well, I've been I've been kind of playing on the on the Super Nintendo side of things. Uh, I've been kind of playing some Super Mario World kind of in the same fashion, like as a distraction, but only because, like John mentioned with Metroid Prime, I mean, this game is just baked into my brain i mean i i have it pretty much memorized i know all the secrets i know all the it, it was a game kind of the same deal i play it like almost once a year like whenever i have like a chunk of time off it's christmas time or it's whatever i'm just playing through it's a pretty breezy game for me at this point yeah i can beat it in a day yeah day or two sitting or two um, one of the things I did recently, and I think I actually did, uh, stream some of these like a long time ago on our, uh, Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd never fully finished it, but I was actually streaming and like trying to beat the game without, uh, triggering any of the switch palaces Yeah, that, uh, Jeez. you know, give you all the safety platforms and stuff. Like I was, I was going to do them at the end. Cause you know, I got to get those 96 exits. I oh, need yeah. the little star on the, Absolutely. on the title screen to show me that I did everything. Yes. Um, but and, and I need to see like the Halloween world after the fact, Hell like yeah. after you beat the game and you get all 96 exits or I, I don't know what it's called. But like, you know, the, some of the yeah, it's like some of the enemies wear like Mario masks or like pumpkin heads. Is that the, uh, like the des-
1: tubular levels and stuff like that? No, no. Like oh, after okay. you beat Beyond the that. game. Yeah, yeah. Like, so
0: once you have all 96 exits i think if you start that same file or i I forget how it works actually
1: now oh yes but like it
0: it like kind of changes like it looks more like you're in the fall yep like the the leaves are kind of orange and not so green and stuff but but anyways this is just one of my favorite games uh I'm I'm loving the fact that for whatever reason, like playing on the pro controller, like I'm really able to fly a lot better than I was huh. ever able to using the joystick as opposed to using a the D-pad D- oh, on the sacrilege. Super Nintendo controller. Like I'm flying through like entire levels. <laughs> Going left
3: to right is a lot easier on a joystick. That's than fair. It is on a D-pad. Yeah, That's I gotta fair.
0: say, I love I love playing 2D games with a joystick. I was always a religious D-pad guy. Yeah. And playing with the pro controller, like I can finesse. I don't know. I just like it. There's a few games that I still prefer a D pad for. Yeah. But uh but man, I, I for most of these games it feels way especially I'm not huge on the D pad on the Pro Controller. No, it's kinda of like it's stiff not a good and D-pad. clunky and inaccurate and obviously the the D pad in quotes on the Joy Cons. Yeah. It's like But again, but for certain games, like if I'm playing Tetris or I'm playing a puzzle game, I love that like split D-pad with like independent buttons on the Joy-Cons. Like so for certain things, I I love it.
1: Yeah, Um, I I really do find folks. The D-pad is good there i have that, that too switch.
0: i i still prefer the the joystick on the pro controller ah. for playing stuff like uh mario world which is again i i can't believe i'm saying that because i i was like d-pad d-pad for everything i would buy again i bought that 8-bit dough controller for the sole purpose of like i need a good d-pad on right. my switch you know right and i don't have access to one so and i i do like that controller it is a good controller no yeah. doubt about that but uh but yeah i've just been having a blast um You know, it. I do feel like some of these games, like if you like, again, like I said, this game is baked into my brain. So I feel like there is like a slight input delay, or like it it takes me like a minute or two to kind of get used to playing it on the Switch. Like I feel like I'm I'm used to it now, but like it did take me a couple levels where I'm like I I would just like jump a little too late and just hit a Goomba and die, and it's like that that just doesn't happen when I play Mario
1: (laughs) games, you know? I can perceive that too. There's a little bit, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's really tiny, but if it, if it's a game that you just have that muscle memory baked in, it it is somewhat noticeable. I think. Yeah. because um, even some of the stuff that's not available on the the Switch Online services, like I've played some of those Mega Man anniversary collections, those have yep. like a little bit too. Like it's like I've I've played yep. the shit out of those NES Mega Man games, and like they they just don't feel quite the same. Um, if you're coming to them fresh, I don't think you would notice even the slightest. Right hindrance in the controls but i think if you've if you've played these and grew up on them for 25 30 years it's you might notice a slight difference but again now that i'm about two worlds through it's like i feel like i'm just playing mario world i don't feel right
1: any different so you showed me the ropes on that game kevin like that was your game like i didn't grow up with super mario world in fact i didn't play super mario world until it got released on game boy advance Really, yeah, that's yeah. the same as me. Yeah, really. Yep. Yeah, I didn't play it yeah, until what's, college. I, I know
0: I kind of pushed you to play it too, DJ. So go ahead, Randall. But I kind of want to hear everyone's take on Super Mario World because again, this is for me hands down my favorite Mario game. Just not, no question about it.
1: Yeah, I think it's my my viewpoints kind of evolved over time. Where I was kind of a diehard Mario Three guy because that's kind of what I grew up with. And yeah, didn't have a Super Nintendo, had a Genesis, so. Got access to it later through the Game Boy Advance. I thought it was sweet, but I had like, I was ignorant to all the super secret cool shit you could do by sacrificing Yoshi or whatever else. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> Kevin showed me all the exits and, you know, I've got a copy of that cart because of you, because we played together with a 96 star on the file still. <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to delete that, which is awesome. But yeah, that was yeah, a I really f- cool experience to play like an absolute masterpiece just like almost fresh because I didn't play that much of the Game Boy Advance one compared to, you know, some other games. So it was really yeah, cool. And,
0: to, and real quick, before I let John and DJ kind of chime in, like the uh, the music in this game is oh, just yeah. phenomenal. I know, DJ, we've talked a little bit about this and he's not as huge on it, but I love how what? like Koji Kondo incorporates that like main theme yes. into almost every song in the game. But like they it's also feel the totally Kanda,
3: like, different intro thing where like every song yes. kind of has, has that like, like four, four bar intro yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and it just like it just ramps stuff. up the action oh it God. just gets
0: it yeah. and <laughs> you're <laughs> just like okay here we go mario I just, yeah awesome. every little every little jingle and and again that just main theme like when he slows it down into, like a three four waltz and the underwater yeah, levels yeah. and like speeds it up for the I, I it's just amazing and like the way the drums get added in when you're riding Yoshi. There's like an yeah. extra percussion track. Like the the soundtrack in this game is is one of my favorites, if not number one for me. But but anyways, I, I'm I'm just gushing. But DJ, where where did you come from? I know I kind of Let's like I said, pushed down. you into yeah, <laughs> playing yeah. this game. Ugh.
2: No, I, I came from a pretty similar uh spot that Randall did. Um didn't have a Super Nintendo growing up so I was also very much a Mario 3 person. I, I still am very much yeah, a Mario. I'm, don't
0: 3 get me wrong. Person. I love Mario, Mario
2: 3 too. Excellent. Yeah. 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 Um, I disagree.
3: <laughs> no, you don't. I, I, I need to save a game. I, oh, yeah. I cannot oh, yeah. Well, play you can Mario. on
0: the Switch, right? There you go. Yeah, the save states. Of, I, I agree with no, that. Like is, that's, it's,
3: it's like oh, that's yeah. the main reason why I've never gotten into Mario 3 is because I've never been able to save a game. And I. No, that is a very. All right. It's a
0: pretty I, long I, I game you. to not have I hear saving capabilities. It's so it's long. Time yeah. do it though, it's, it's so when, worth it. I, mean, I
3: really game. like the first two worlds of Mario. The
0: 3. times, the times that I've beaten Mario Three were definitely times that, like, me and my brother, or even I think you and I played oh, yeah. it at some point, DJ, yeah. but like, and Randall too. like oh, yeah. was definitely involved me leaving the system on overnight and like okay we'll play it more tomorrow and like we just won't play anything else on the nes until then yep yeah um and just leaving it running so it is uh again i know we've talked about this on the podcast too but having those save state features on oh, these yeah. nes games yeah. that are available and, and super nintendo games is game changer yeah so don't
2: get me wrong it's this is a flawed
0: game <laughs> Yeah, I but, but I'd flawed. say it's that's it, like it more did of the a. Best it could. With, yeah, that's yeah, more technology of like a. Had. Yeah, right. an, an issue of the era, not so much like the game itself. Right. Yeah. Um,
2: But uh, I. So I guess it was, yeah, college ish that I eventually got around to Mario World. I think it's really hard for me just to get used to that Super Nintendo aesthetic. It never, it, I guess it, I was never really able to sink into it that that much. I, it's and kind of like a re-
0: flatter, I love the aesthetic of the game, but of Super Mario World, but it is like a flatter, like, I don't know, like Mario 3 looks more lively, and like, it, there's just a few more like suits and carrot like there's a little more variety or something. I, I, I kind of know what you
2: mean. Agreed. Yeah, speaking of variety... I think it has a, a little more musical variety, <laughs> but I mean, who's just, if, if I grew up with the Super Nintendo, it's hard, yeah. it's hard for me to know. And same here. Yeah. Did you ever have a handheld console? I did. Did you have a Game Boy Advance? And I did, but I didn't really have any games for it, so okay. I couldn't. I, could, I couldn't Cause, and I didn't
3: because the, the Game Boy Advance was how I got really big into like that 16 bit aesthetic.
2: That uh, makes sense. That would have been. That That's been.
0: fair. Yeah. They, I mean, they basically wanted it to be like a Super Nintendo. Oh
2: handheld, yeah, you know, and it was buttons, and it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Seriously. That's how I got my Breath of Fire too. My, <laughs> nice. One one of the only games I had for the Game Boy Advance was. It was a SpongeBob SquarePants. Guy. Nice. Ah, it was real uh, bad, man. Yeah, maybe that's why you never got into it. Like, I'm done. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I really love the music in Mario Three. Oh, it's great. Know. Yeah, Mario Three
0: is oh, yeah. great. I'm I'm yeah. certainly not trying to take anything away from that game,
2: but I do think where Mario World definitely um, excels is having. Uh, variety with the boss battles, which yeah. Mario Three offers no variety. Interesting, because I I just was noticing like the boss
0: battles in in most Mario games, frankly, but but especially in Super Mario World, like they're just trash. Uh, you can no. be oh. oh, they're different, but you can beat them in like five seconds. Like they're like if you know, like for tricks. example, so like the boss. There's one boss that like you're in this room. Uh I forget which which uh Koopa Kid it is, but like Lemmy. the walls keep closing in on oh. you slower. I think it's a second or third boss in Lidling? the game. No, Roy. There's two of them that are like this, I think. Cause <laughs> I think each each boss, there's like kind of two Koopa kids that have similar yeah. and, like the yeah. next one's just a little tougher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um with like another element thrown into the mix. But like essentially the boss like runs at you, you're supposed to jump over them, then they run up the wall and then uh, across the ceiling, and then when you right. when they're directly above you, then they drop down like a hammer you know, onto you. And like, I was able to jump on this boss three times before he even made it to the wall to run around. Like, so it's like, but it, that's it like just, all the Mario with
1: three bosses, man.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I just, down. I'm just saying with both games, I think like once you know what they yeah. are, what about Renzo? It is like Renzo's or you mean Trent Reznor, yeah, Trent. Um, <laughs> Trent Reznor. Um, yeah. I think uh, that that's like one of the tougher ones, but it's only, those are the same each time. And like, yeah it's still not a super fun boss battle like it's only tough because like the floor is like disappearing Disappearing. beneath you as like and like the the platforms that you need to kind of bonk from beneath like just become further and further out of reach as the floor disappears so like those are probably the toughest like even tougher actually no no, i was gonna say even tougher than bowser but the bowser battle in super mario world is one of the cooler boss battles against bowser i would say because even in the 3d mario games they're they're pretty forgettable, and they just again repeat with a little oh, he's got one more extra attack or one right. more layer. i was really disappointed in a lot of the boss battles so mario
3: sixty four is the best
0: no Bowser yeah,
3: it's a long gay Bowser
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's fun it is fun to chuck him for sure it is.
2: Super Mario Brothers we oh, on. that
0: was a great Bowser battle, yes Actually, yeah. that is the best Bowser yeah. battle that it's is really a great good. point. With like the giant, like you beat him once regular, and then the giant like chase that that uh, is a sweet boss
3: battle. I, I played through New Super Mario Bros. Wii with like two friends, and that's like, a great. Game. That's having sweet. one per like one person still fighting while two of you are in bubbles yeah. is just great. <laughs> while you're just screaming the whole time, <laughs> artificially creating
0: another difficulty, <laughs> freaking the
2: you one mean person screaming out.
0: in
3: real life. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Oh, of course
0: absolutely um but yeah what what about you john where's your Were you finished talking about super mario world mario enough. 3 stuff <laughs> dj yeah what are, what are your thoughts on super mario world no, coming I, into I the love, game boy advance era i love super mario world a
3: lot i played it a ton and it, it is also a, a comfort game for me as oh, well yeah. like every time i play it like i go through the like vanilla secret route, so that I always yep. go on the upper le- level and like never bother doing the like one of the Koopalings anytime. But like I don't know, I love the fact that it has like you know kind of save points in the like the ghost houses and that the you can castles. Play. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, there's
0: certain levels in the Switch palaces. I think give you a checkpoint too. So so, yeah. so like
3: that. Like I I honestly like just being able to like do a level and then like go back and like to saving and like coming back at any time. That was like a, my main barrier from getting into like the older. Cause I, I never had an NES. Like I yeah. st- first started playing video games, like in the super Nintendo era and like being able to go back like and do anything at my own pace was a huge thing for me.
0: Yeah, sure. And I, I did love like the, the difference. I, I, I like the overworld in Mario three, but Something about it being like all interconnected in Mario world. Like I, I just felt like, again, as a kid, this was this was one of the first video games I ever played and it just swept me up. Like I just felt like I was going on this grand adventure. Yeah. And and not that Mario three didn't have that element to it, you know, but I I just really even subsequent, you know, like uh, New Super Mario Brothers, you that tried to incorporate that similar like overworld style like it. It was cool. It just didn't feel the same no. and maybe it's be- yeah. maybe it's just because I wasn't 7 years old when I played
1: no, it for the, the first it's time. Not it's not as intricate as Mario yeah, World. Yeah, was like all that the way.
0: secrets and all like the little details of like when it's a level that does have multiple exits it's yep. like a red dot on the map mm-hmm. instead of a yellow one so you know like okay, I know there's a secret in this level, like I'm yep. missing something like that's something that I wish games like even my favorite game of all time Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze doesn't even telegraph unfortunately That's it doesn't true. let me know when there's a secret so I, I just appreciate like it, there's no huge... It doesn't tell you where it is, how to find it. There's no hint. It's just like, Whoa, you just know to scour this level a little more than the other ones. What do you mean right.
2: Tropical Freeze doesn't let you know when there's a...
0: I don't think they like... Like on the world map, it's not like, hey, this level is red, and you know there's a hidden exit. You know, there's there are a few levels. Like, you can oh, kind of see... Are there
2: hidden exits? On yeah, the and there's like... <laughs> it's been and, so long. There's, <laughs> like a, there's
0: definitely some branching paths on, like, the overworld map that oh, go to geez. different places. Same with same with the new Super Mario Bros. games. And maybe, maybe I am confusing those um but like there definitely are like you can sort of see okay it looks like there's an opening on the map here it looks like there should be another (laughs) level there so you can kind of maybe like assume but you don't know what is it branching off this level is it branching off that level exactly i don't know maybe sometimes there's just some random path that just magically builds itself you know so but but i i just really appreciate the that level of information in in the mario super mario world you know just knowing what i'm looking for but yeah that sense of adventure is something that i don't feel from really from any other mario game i think the only other mario game that ever gave me that feeling was uh mario galaxy that makes sense
2: Um, well i mean it's also like you know the nes ones you can't replay any levels too so i'm sure like you can't on three no Really?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Once they're cleared, they're you're done. No, oh, I didn't Run know that. Right. So you have a finite amount of extra lives you can get, which was also a thing that I don't
0: know. Maybe yeah, there's even there's a secret an, in Mario World, top movies. secret area.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I always go there like before I start any yeah. castle. Unlimited
0: get, Yoshi's, unlimited free lives. Capes, get
3: capes. a Yoshi and say goodbye to Yoshi at the beginning of
0: the castle. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Bad. But anyways, I I could gush on about this game forever, but but yeah, I just, I love Super Mario World, I love the Mario franchise, and I'm sure Mario will come up more than a few times on this podcast as we move forward, but yeah, I think we can pretty much wrap it up there with a little bit of retro talk. And uh, we'll be back next week, as always, with uh, some more video game chat. You can find us online at pursuingpixels.com. We're on Twitter at Pursuing Pixels, Instagram at Pursuing Pixels. We've also been doing a little bit of streaming here and there on Twitch uh, at also slash Pursuing Pixels. We also will uh, you know upload that stuff to YouTube. I think you have to just search us at pursuingpixels. Eventually, we'll get that uh, YouTube clout, that Google <laughs> clout that we really need to uh, be official in the world. But that's right. Until then, we'll uh, talk to you next Monday and uh, take care. Bye. See you. Bye bye.
3: Also with John Boyce is he has a YouTube series called Pretty Good, where it's just him talking about sports stories that he thinks are pretty good
2: pretty, <laughs> like, pretty, pretty, good. they're
3: not like usually stellar players or anything it's just like hey here's one but he, oh he did a recent series uh i forget what it was called but it was like i think it was the bob problem or something yeah. where he was just like there aren't any there aren't many professional players in sports anywhere more who go by bob that's true and he was and he was marking like the like graph of over time from like the 1800s to present day and he's like now there's only like nine people who actually go by bob and not robert or anything not robert or bobby or something yeah yeah so like he's like there was a a heyday in the like 80s and 90s where there were so many bobs but then like they're disappearing (laughs) (laughs) bob it's it's a really good series god he's He's one of my What's his name again? James. John uh, J O N B O I S.
0: I was gonna say James Joyce. <laughs> James <laughs> Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Wrong author.